What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of What's the 410 with your host, Tay Tay. I hope you're all enjoying season two so far. Um, don't forget to check out the last episode, our Q&A ep- episode, where the audience got to ask the crew any question they wanted to. <laughs> and let me tell y'all something. Y'all wild as shit that last. Some of the questions y'all asked, I couldn't even put them on the actual episode. But for today, I got a Let's Talk Business banger for y'all today. So hurry up and go grab a notepad, a binder, or anything you may need to take some notes, because we're going to dive deep today. And like always, before we get started, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel and like this video for today. If you like the video, if you want to be a guest star on the podcast, or if you have any topic suggestions, just throw it right down in the comments and we'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours, or we'll try our best to schedule you, okay? But like I said today, we're doing Let's Talk Business Series, and the industry that we'll be going over today is the apparel and fashion design industry. Now, I know a lot of y'all keep requesting this video. A lot of y'all want to get into it. So for today, I got the founder and CEO of Hot Boy Clothing. Like like now, I know I'm a hot boy, so I got to say a little bit about it. But let's give it up for Mr. Hot Boy Jig. How y'all doing? How you doing today? How you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. How y'all doing? How's um, New Year treating you so far? Man, it's treating me good so far. I, I just got my LLC. Uh, oh. It's been working towards that and stuff. I got a new website coming out, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just been working. I just need everybody to remember that we're LLC because not to be rude or anything, a lot of people, they tell everyone they have a business but it's not an official registered yeah. business like like how yours is. So I will get into that a little bit later, though. But like I got the first thing I got to say, though, the name. Where did you come up with the name? And I got to know where's the name come from? Hi boy. Well, I'm from Louisiana. So, you know, high boy, it kind of just it gives me that like that old Lil Wayne type flow. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. kind of brought that back. And it's just like, you know, it compares to me type stuff. So it just went. So did you, when you first created, like, when you first came up with the idea everything, did you, did anybody ever say anything about, like, Megan Thee Stallion or Mitchell Hall, like, you know, anything about hot girl clothes, like, hot girl? Nah, nah, they didn't. I actually didn't really know about her hot girl clothing and like that. You know what I'm saying? Because how, how long ago were y'all founded? How long did you start ago? How long did you start? Yeah, I started uh, August around 2020. 2020. Yeah. Damn, so you started in like the midst, of, like at the beginning or towards like we was just entering COVID and shit like that the very next year, right? Yeah. yeah. So how, wait, how did your business, Um, cause I know entering into COVID and especially starting a business during COVID, how was it then at the beginning compared to now, since we've been now all of us familiar with COVID and everything? Well, in the beginning, it was, that's when COVID was real, like real hectic, you know, around that time. But I was just, at first I had shirts, you know what I'm saying? I was still trying to come up with the full design and everything. But as time went on, you know, I used Instagram for my main platform, you know, stuff like that. So it just, you know, I just kept being consistent and kept working with it. Do you still use like on Facebook? Do you use Snapchat or Facebook as a platform? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's like I have new content. I kind of just use it on there, you know, just to promote 
Yeah, because I talked to a lot of recent people. I a lot of people they all should know about Facebook Marketplace, but also a lot of them just keep saying how like a lot of the, only the elder adult or the elder crew is on Facebook. That's why yeah. you cannot use Facebook. But like I tell everybody, my biggest advice is try to use every single social media platform yeah. so that way you can reach all the different type of demographics or audience. Because some people only solely use Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter yeah. like that. Exactly. So wait, um, when you came up with the idea, did you get any like, did you get any constructive criticism on any of your designs, or did you like allow for yourself to make those edits and design yourself? Yeah, honestly, yeah, just come up with you know, make my own type of criticism, like just to make sure I liked everything and stuff like that. But I know like it was just like a, I had to start type thing. A lot of people they just they talk about the idea and they don't actually just start to see you know. I can see do it. it. So then what are some tips when you first just got started? What made you say, like, fuck it, all right, I'm going to just actually do it? Like, I know a lot of people, that's the one thing that's holding them back. Like, they scared to jump in. They scared to spend money. They scared to take the risk. Well, first of all, you got to have faith. You know what I'm saying? You got to move faith. Like, you got to have that spiritual side in you. But um, you got to, I mean, you got to invest. You know, if you don't invest, you know, you're not, if you want your business before you got to put something in toward to make it good, you know, you know, nothing free and you definitely got to just keep working. That's why I keep telling people, stop counting the dollar signs. Like my goal is if it's to put out the best quality product, I'm not going to sit there and continuously count. I'm a manager budget, so I don't overspend, but I'm not like, damn, I spent it on this. Like I should have never had each thing that I've done for my business on every decision I made. It was to help grow the business in some way, shape or form. And I think we should stop being scared of that risk because only thing that risk is just something you haven't done before. And then once you do it, then you're going to sit there and be like, oh, this shit eat? Well, it's a little bit easy, but I, I can kind of get the hang of this. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's just about and then being consistent, really. The two main. So in terms of quality, how did you think that you're, you're, you remain consistent throughout all your, your products, from your, your hoodies to your shirts and everything? Uh, at first, I was just, like, trying to be creative with everything. I know, like, some stuff might not work, but it's just like I gotta put it out anyway to see what people feel and what not feel. You know what I'm saying? So, and then do you make like, all the impress everything on the shirt yourself, or you have somebody who makes them and then send it to you? Like I have a designer, but I do all that myself, all the printing, everything. So then, yeah. all in all, like around about how much you think it costs for like all the equipment that you because like what is some of the equipment that you purchase? <laughs> Well, like, I got the machine, like, the press machine. I got, like, mini press, all that. I mean, you spending all that together, probably a good 500 you know? Just, oh, like, a good... Bad. Yeah, you just got, you know, it ain't that expensive, you know what I'm saying? But just, it depends on where you're getting it from, you know? So, then how long did it take you to break even? Um, Like, when you bought your equipment and after you started selling stuff? Started selling? Uh, it's a few months. Uh, only a few, few months? Yeah. That's oh, really I just have support around my family and stuff like that. And then, you know, usually you got to promote yourself. That's the biggest thing you have to. Because, you know, people don't see your stuff. They see the promotion of your stuff. And they, they constantly keep seeing it. It's like, it's going to keep a little buzz. Like, dang, okay, I keep seeing this. So, 
That's yeah. what I, I started. I think when I created What's the 410, I, everybody kept saying, like, why I created it. And I was like, because Baltimore, Maryland area code is 410. Like, I thought I, so I thought everybody was going to know that. But then that's when I thought about that little slogan slash catchphrase, like, what's the 443? And I was like, everybody, <laughs> like, what is, like, I, I know people don't use that shit now, but back in the day, they used to, most likely it was a white person who used, like, what's the 443? Like, something like that. Yeah. So that's why when I first came up with it, I had some friends who didn't even believe in the podcast, want to be a part of it. How did you right. feel when some people actually didn't buy a product from your website that was your friends or family? Family? Um, I was just like, I didn't really feel bad about it. I'm just like, some people, you gonna, that's going to help you determine who really supports you and who don't. You know what I'm saying? So I really didn't get in my feelings about the type of stuff. But it's just like, at the end of the day, it's going to show if, if who really yeah, because I, I, that's why I noticed because, uh, but my biggest, I think my biggest thing with the fashion design, well, not just the fact, I'm not even worried about fashion design. I guess the apparel side of the industry. Is it, do you believe the, 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 the market is a little bit oversaturated with apparel designers or people starting clothing brands and things of that sort? Yeah, uh, maybe sometimes, because I feel like you got to kind of have a passion for it. I feel like a lot of people just start one just to kind of see, but like, if you're not like, you, you don't like fashion and you're not really in that type of, you know, you yeah. got to find that. You know. That's why I keep telling people, stop trying to chase it. Don't ever start a business for the sole purpose of just making money. Like, that's right. why a lot of people run into that issue because if you don't have, like what he said, if you don't have the passion or the heart behind it, I guarantee you're going to wake up dreading going back to a job or, or a home. You created a job that you don't even want to go to or work for. So that's why I tell everybody, like, when you first create a brand and you first create, start um, thinking of your ideas, don't go jump into naming everything or coming up with the name. Figure out the idea and the market and the niche you want to go to. And then after right. that, that's when everything else will start to come. But again, if you think you're just going to hop into a market and make money and hop out of the market, I can guarantee you there's no industry except for the casino that <laughs> you may make money, you may not. So that's why I'm like, that's just a risk. But my biggest thing, do you have any tips for anybody who's a part of like the, any creative director or any fashion designer, do you have any tips for how they can overcome like a creative wall or a block that they're experiencing? Um, Honestly, just just find different ways to be creative, you know, instead of, you got to step outside the box. And sometimes they just be like looking at something like just, you know, coming up with some different things, you know? And then do you, but do you think in terms of the, the, the fashion apparel industry and getting back to being saturated, do you feel like we reached our somewhat, uh, not necessarily a creative ceiling, but in terms of products that we can offer, like from like shirts, hats, um, like jackets and stuff like that. Do you think we that we hit a ceiling with that? Like, cause I can't think of any like jorts or shorts, like how they used to wear the jean shorts and stuff like that. Yeah. And all. Do you think we're going to have a, another like big innovative boom in our fashion industry soon? Um, yeah, I mean, it might, it might happen. Might, probably not from like all the clothing brands, but definitely it's going to be that one that kind of just, like when I first did bikinis and stuff, like people was telling me, uh, it might not work, it would, but I thought it was a boom, like it was a thing. Especially for living in Louisiana and then it being hot down there. Why would they, yeah, right. why wouldn't they think that a bikini wouldn't work down there? Because are you surrounded by a lot of I guess because like, you know, it was 
but the women really like support you like you know what i'm saying like especially if you got female clothing i feel like those are the main support but in louisiana do y'all have a lot of water there though like a like oh yeah yeah like for oh bet so then when you started when you want to enter like a different market within the fashion apparel who do you go through for that decision do you just walk work with yourself or you actually like like when you first created the bikini where did you get the idea from and then what made you be like yeah i actually want to test this shit out honestly it was just something that i thought i was like the summer was coming up i know girls are like big on bikinis and like swimwear so i'm like I'm not gonna know unless I try, you know what I'm saying? So I just put everything together and they was feeling it. it was so what, what influenced you to create the whole brand in general? The brand? Um, it's just it's a part of me. And then at the same time, it's just like I'm a big fashion person. So I was like, instead of me just buying everybody, like let me have something that I own, you know what I'm saying? Like something that's to share with everybody and they can be a part of that too, you know, and just encourage people. So do you believe people have to go to school for fashion design or apparel or uh, uh, no? No, nah, I don't think so because it's like sometimes it's just your if you're a creative person already, it's just like, you know, just put you just come together. up. Just oh, you just gotta think of, you know, and just put it together. Was it hard when you first started putting up was the when the picture wasn't clear and you started putting the pieces together and you were spending money did you ever doubt yourself in, at any time and how did you overcome that doubt um you gotta be like strong spiritually you know at first when i was doing it i was like dang well i'm not getting much sales right now but it's just like i just gotta keep promoting i know it's gonna jump eventually you know what i'm saying it's just like you gotta be consistent even yeah, if you a- don't see you say that's consistency the again. Do like just to be consistent with it. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. When I first created the podcast, and we was getting like we honestly, let me tell y'all for like uh like the first three weeks, two like four weeks, we was only getting about like 30, 40 views, and and I was sitting there like this shit is horrible. Like I understand we just starting, but I definitely got more than forty friends, right? Like I, I'm not bugging. <laughs> And then once we started, like, out of nowhere, when we put a video up, it had, like, 3,000 views. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, okay. And then after that, more people started tuning in and tuning in and tuning in. And after that, that's when I was sitting there like, what did I do before that I did that I now offer now? And what did I change? But the biggest thing was, I think the biggest thing for any industry is just remaining consistent with the people or your demographic that you're selling to. Because that's what everybody right. look for. In terms of quality, the design, when they buy stuff, they don't want to buy one shirt and it's all perfect and everything. And the next one, all the threads and stuff coming out towards now, you got to buy a whole new one. But when you when you first created design, it was talking about quality. Did you do like a regular like cotton shirt? Did you actually think about like combining like dry fit and stuff like that? Like, how did you figure out the material to use? Because like it depends on the product. Like if you're using cotton, uh, cotton like shirts and stuff like that. You got to make sure whatever you're using, like, it sticks to the cotton. You know what I'm saying? You can't put certain stuff on a dry fit shirt because it's not going to really, you know, Like, what's what that example? Like, okay, like vinyl. Like, if you're trying to, because a dry fit, is, it's not really cotton. It's like silk kind of fabric or whatever. If you try to put that, it'll stick, but it's just like the cotton will actually sit, like, sink in with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Or if you just like uh, some people sew their stuff in, like you know, they patches and stuff like that. 
that works too, but it wouldn't work on a, a drive fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then what do you consider like your, not, other than your company, what is a, one of your favorite brands that you shop from? Oh, uh, Nike. I'm a, de- Nike. a big Nike. Yeah. So what makes you I like, like Nike? Like I, like, I feel as though like, I, even I like Under Armour, don't get me wrong, but I feel like that time has passed. I feel as though yeah. like, I like Adidas now. Like Adidas coming up out of nowhere, changing a lot of stuff. But what really made, it makes you like Nike compared to everyone else? I don't know. It's just, it's it's cool and it's like simple. Like my stuff is like kind of real, like my clothing and stuff. I don't like stuff that just be all over, you know what I'm saying? And I, I kind of like Jordan too, but I'm like, Jordan is like, everybody got to be Jordan. Like I tried to switch it up and I'm like, Nike just cool. Like, And my issue is, I feel as though my, my biggest issue with Jordan, if I want to get it out the way, Every time I look at a collection of shoes, he puts out like a hunt, like 30 of them of the same right. shoe over and over and over, just different colors. That's my biggest issue because I'm looking at the market right now. We have seen seen the same consistent shoe that didn't even change design or innovate right. the market at all, but the price continuously still raises. So that's right. where my issue comes from. If the quality don't change because the shoes still crease just as much as they did before, and you right. still have to worry about all those issues. Why do people still continuously buy Jordan over and over and over when only certain shoes and market prices like going to continuously skyrocket while others are going to continuously de- uh, plummet down? Right. I feel like it's just because it's Jordan. I feel like people just get stuff because it's new, honestly. But when I shop, I don't look at what's new. I look at what I like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what looks good to me. And that's like, that's you being unique, not just following a trend of, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. How do you feel about those type of um, apparel companies that um, that look at what's trending, like what's the number one trending apparel product and stuff like that, then hurry up and post it up on their website and then people go buy it, then they move to the next thing. I feel like a company like Sheen that does that, like Sheen and like all the fast fashion companies. How do you feel? What is your like, take on fast fashion itself? Um... I feel like they just, honestly, they just trying to get money. I feel like most of the time, like, they don't really, like, with Jordan, I feel like they just trying to grab people's attention or whatever. Just I feel like people just get it just because it's Jordan. You know, like you said, it'd be different colors in the same shoe, and they raise the prices. It's just like, it don't make sense. Because I feel as though with fast fashion, like, like, I understand, like, y'all have to have, like, the newest or up-to-date products and shit like that. Right. But I feel as though you shouldn't be, like, dumping all these clothes or, like, like not environmentally safe, safely, like, disposing of all these clothes. Because once right. I saw the other time, like, when I was looking at some of these videos of them working in these factories and then they disposing of all the clothes, but the people don't even get to take some of the clothes home and they right. had holes in their own individual clothes. I feel as though for the apparel industry, it's all about money and what's the cheapest way to produce the same design for a cheaper cost. Whereas back in the day, they was just now creating all these new styles. So they was like, yeah, let's put our best effort forward. So that way now people can, we let's put, we're going to show our products so people can know where the money actually is being spent. So then what did you, how did you come up with the pricing for your, your stuff? Like all, for all your stuff, did you just price it? Like, or did did you compare it to everybody else? Some, like some benchmarks and stuff like that. Well, yeah. Well, with the pricing, I kind of looked at other people's stuff. I was like, I'm just starting. So I didn't really want, uh, I didn't really want, um, you know, to be like expensive. Cause you know, a lot of people got expensive stuff and it's, 
I don't want to do that and I'm just starting on. So I'm like, let me make it reasonable for people. That's why it's like, you could get a set for like $35, $40, but he, you somebody got a shirt for like 80 You know what I'm saying? Like $60 or $80. So I, how much do you think it takes to cost like a fit, like to make a fit right now for you? Like how much okay. does it cost to make one fit for you? So from like, okay, if you do like a track, like a jumpsuit or something like that, plus a hat or something like that, probably like $50. $50. Like, like but with other people, you could get, you spend it 50 on like a, a shirt or like, you know, short, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I try to make it reasonable for everybody. So like for just like your, like for your hoodies, for example, how much does it cost to make one of your hoodies? Um, honestly, that probably under $10, five to $10, honestly, to make the full hoodie. Cause you know, I got everything in stock and stuff like that. Yeah. So and it's how like, much you selling it for? Probably like, Twenty five, thirty dollars. Like it's oh, really so you're making like a hundred like ten percent profit. Like you're making a lot of profit off your, all your products. Product, yeah, because uh, you know, just and still making it reasonable for people to you know to purchase or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I like because like the person I talked to last week, they that that that's the other thing I feel about the the saturation of the fashion industry. Yeah. He's charging like sixty five, seventy dollars for a shirt that just has the logo like right here. And, yeah. I, and I'm just sick and tired of keep seeing all these fashion companies that throw a logo right here and then be like, all right, let's go buy it and then add a hat with a cool design and be like, all right, 75 and it's going to be $135 total for just a hat and a shirt. And I'm like, damn, but I, I'm never shopping. I'm not, by the time, I feel like the issue with that is by the time they just getting two of your items, you could allow for them to get four or five of your items and that would have promoted and got your brand more reach than then charging for those two items. Right, definitely. I feel like you got to kind of look at it like if you go in the store, they're not going to want something that they could like find at the store. It'd be the same. They want to get like a good deal shopping online. You know what I'm saying? Get, you know, discounts and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I'm like a lot of people who want to hop into the fashion industry. That's why I like I say look for a particular niche that like you're trying to get into. For like yeah. example, like my friend, so my friend she does want to start a like 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 a like what you said the bikinis, bathing suit, yeah. and things of that sort. But then I was like, yeah, a lot of people have like you like Sheen for example got them going for like five ten dollars. How you gonna beat that? And then she right. was like. I don't know. I was like, yeah, how are you really going to beat that? Because think about all the other companies doing that. And then she was like, what if I made it like um, for environmentally sustainable? And I was like, oh, there you go. I don't, I can't name off a hand right now a company that's environmentally stable that I can go buy some swimming trucks from. But then again, I told everybody, just look at the industry, figure out what's trending and what's not trending and figure out how you, how, how you can turn... I'd look at the trending stuff and figure out how I can turn it into my own way. And then right. I look at what's not trending and see how I can turn it into something that was trending. Cause at right. one point in time, just cause it's not trending doesn't mean it wasn't trending at some point in time before. That's what exactly. a lot of people need to understand. But I was going to say for the, for the fashion industry, um, is there anything that you would change about the industry or that or anything big or major that's coming for your company? Uh, as far as me, uh, I'm deaf. I got a new website coming out, coming real soon for you guys. I got some new merch coming. You know, I just, I, I move at a, I don't move at everybody else's pace. I, I feel like everybody should move at their own pace. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, people just be dropping stuff back to back. Like, I feel like you got to kind of make people excited for what's next. You know what I'm saying? Right. People don't even be doing no countdowns or none of that. They just be like, Oh, new product jumping this afternoon. And I'm like, 
what makes me want to go buy it? Like, I didn't see a single promotion that said that, like, why well, I should go buy this shirt. All right, definitely. Like, I definitely, like, just move at a good pace. But as far as the, you know, fashion, I feel like they should be more on the creative side rather than just, you know, throwing a logo anywhere. You know, I feel like anybody can do that. You know, just try to be different, you know? That's why when I looked at when, when, um, when Kanye West first designed the new Yeezys that look like spaceships and like stuff like that, I was like, it all it reminded me of was like when I look at Nike and everybody else. They when I look at the like the like the car industry, for example, I feel as though Nike and all of them was like the Nissan, Toyota, Honda. Once Yeezy put out a new product, it was like Tesla that dropped on the market, and it was like, whoa, what the fuck is that? Like. And then right after that, everybody else, like, um, what is it, FUBU and all of them, started following, making, and Fila started making those same exact styles. Right. What, what is one way you think we can get rid of that? Like, people copying, and, and if y'all didn't notice, you can't copyright, or you can't take one design and claim it for your own in the fashion industry. It's available for anybody. That's how DropFit. DropFit was first created by Under Armour. Then that's when Nike actually took DropFit and made it better than Under Armour. And then that's why we got the DropFit that we know today. But right. how do you feel about company that's continuously taking design after one person and them and doing the same thing over and over and over? They just, honestly, they're just trying to do whatever's trending, like whatever's hot. They're going to copy. Like, that's what anybody, they're going to copy what's hot right now. But it's all about just being different. You got to be unique in your own type of way rather than just, oh, well, that's hot, so I'm just going to do that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to just, it's all about creativity. That's my big thing. Really. And I was about to say, the biggest thing that you mentioned earlier was about the LLC. When did yeah. you, start, how did you, how was the process for that? Well, yeah, well, honestly, I didn't even know much about the LLC. I was in this uh, podcast interview, and one of the dudes, he was explaining to me, like, how he got his and stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely, because, I, you know, I think it's that's the biggest step for your business is to make it legal. And that's when you, you know, you're trying to progress and stuff. So I did that. And it's easy. Like you, uh, I'm with this one company. I invested like six, seven hundred for my LLC and everything all together and my marketing team and stuff like that. It's just, you know, you got to invest. though. Like, that's just the biggest thing. Like people will be like, oh, well, you know, that might be a little too much. But I mean. If you got it, you know, if you got the money to, you got to invest it. So yeah. how much do you think it costs all in all just for the LLC itself? Because we're already looking at 500 for, uh, y'all listen to this? We're already looking at 500 for the equipment. So how much was it for the LLC? LLC, it was like six to 700. Uh, right. But you know what? It honestly depends on uh, where you get it from too. You know what I'm saying? If you could get it from somewhere cheaper than that, but it's just like they might not provide more you know, support team, you know, marketing and stuff like that, tax people to help you. But it just depends. Like, if you want the best, you got to pay the most. Was you scared to make that jump to actually start it as a legal business, or did you want to, like, what actually make you stop, like, I don't want to stop operating as not an official business. I want to start today as an official business. I was like, man, like, uh, around December, I was like, you know, if to start the new year off right, I got to make everything legit, you know? I'm tired of just, I want everybody to know, like, okay, this is official business and, you know, it's in the works. So I was like, that was one of my goals, you know, for the year. And then when we was going back to the car, so 
other than just the equipment to make the shirt, how much do you think you spent when you first started on like just like the apparel itself, like the all the blank t-shirts and hoodies and hats and everything? Um, I I uh I got them in bulk, so probably like like a, a whole thing of shirts, probably like fifty. It was like a hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a hundred, a hundred, yeah, like a hundred. Oh wow, shirts. that's really good. Yeah, that's what I say because that means y'all like if y'all are waiting to start a clothing brand, I guess the the bit the the thing that you have to worry and focus on the most is the idea. So like, how are you going to separate yourself from every other clothing brand on the market, but also the apparel itself, what type of yeah. material you want to offer, the quality of the material. And the biggest thing is learn how to diversify the actual design. Because again, by sticking a logo on the shit, I'm sorry, I'm tired of seeing all the shit. I got about 12 other friends that I honestly, that's why I was like, when I looked at it, I sat down one day, I was like, let me just type in clothes, just go on your Instagram, right? If you have about like a couple thousand, go in there and type clothing or fashion and you'll see a, like a huge list of people who currently own a fashion brand and go through each and every single one of them you mainly see like a logo right here and then maybe something going across the back i'm like right. what happened to the whole rest of the shirt like right. why? Yeah, yeah, yeah they have like a little small little, you know what i'm saying and then they charge i don't get that i feel like you know if you paying a lot you, they should have a lot you know the off on shirt Right. And do you think those, when you think of those companies and things of that sort, do you think they're doing that helping the industry or is it really just hurting the industry and the fashion industry? Yeah, I feel like kind of hurting because at the same time, I feel like they're just the, like, you know, some of them might have that passion, but I feel like most of them are just trying to profit and stuff like that. It's just like all their creativity to together, you know, they just, putting some on it, you know? And a lot of people do it because they trying to, they have like a, they promote like their cooking business or something like that. So a lot of people use like shirts and stuff for that. Just to put. A lot of YouTubers are starting to do that too. Like, yeah. I think they it's like more of a brand. I think that's a really good branding thing too. If you have a YouTube channel and you throw your, your thing on there. So every time you walk and you have other people advertising for you basically for free is what's happening uh, and i don't think nobody realized that like the big, biggest reason why when a lot of these influencers and so youtubers are starting out and they be making all their apparel like ten dollars or basically free buy one get one free it's because you literally walking around with that name on the back so that way when other people be like oh that shit tough let me go type that in real quick now yeah. they gain a lot another follower and another business and you doing that all for free you ain't even realize right. that um, did you ever think about starting like an influencer type thing for your um apparel? Yeah, definitely. I definitely was uh I'm thinking about that, trying to figure out how can I do that as well. And just to break y'all, I break it down to y'all what I mean by influencer. So basically, when I, a lot of people have uh, clothing companies, a biggest way to boost sales is when you look for different influencers that's look that sells or currently wears a lot of the similar products that you currently offer on your website. Your biggest goal is to pitch to them that they'll be able to offer their own discount code to their own audience. Now, say if I'm Dante and I have like a like I do makeup, I, I do makeup, but also you see me always doing like clothing hauls for fashion over i can partner with you and you give me your code tay tay and you receive a 15 percent off 
at that store but all i do to, for the influencer is i send them a whole bunch of clothes they try on they make the video they post the video i get right. a half a million views and i get all the sales they get a percentage of from the discount code and i take the rest of the uh, of the money after everything was already paid for for the shirt and stuff so right. that's what, yeah. definitely definitely i'm trying to find some more influencers to help me do that for sure How's it been? How has is it? Do you just look up anything, or are you particularly looking for certain people to fit like your, your image and brand? Um, I look for like people that's like real model, like model type people are like really big on pictures, or just who got a uh, like who could grab people's attention, really, you know. And then once you once you were starting to offer, once you my biggest question was when you decided to offer women's clothing. Did you ever, how, my biggest thing was like when I created What's the 410, I, I was trying to find a name that was going to encompass entertainment and educating and informing people. Mm-hmm. How, when you, when you introduced the women's line, how did that go with being Hot Boy Clothing, LLC? Oh, yeah, because it's like, um, I feel like it, I, I was like, dang, that might kind of be tricky too, but I, like people was really rocking with it. I guess they just, they liked the bikini itself, like the colors I was putting out and just the whole look. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people was just feeling that. And in terms of the bikinis, how did you divert? How did you change it up? Like, did you do any of those little string ones that they be doing or like? <laughs> I try to switch it up with the, the string, like, you know, and just come up with all type of colors, like just different type of colors. You know what I'm saying? And then do you have a manufacturer? Like, do you, do you just have a big ass catalog that shows you all those type of stuff and you pick out like I want that type of bikini or you're yeah. working with like a wholesaler. Yeah like mostly wholesalers too. Like if and if I don't have those I'll go to like different uh companies and invest with them too. But like yeah they'll have all the different color you know and not just be picking them out. And then, how, what is your your take on custom make? Custom make uh just uh, like what you mean, like uh, like use like if I was going to start a apparel business, do you recommend people to use custom ink? Cause yeah, yeah, definitely make uh any night like, bulk places that's like really you know a lot of people use. I think those two. Yeah, cause for custom ink, I I always got Terry by shit. Use them only if you're going to do a minimum like. 50 to 100, man. Don't try to get no 10, 12 shirts because I was trying to do that for what's the 410 because people was throwing in the comments like, how come y'all don't got matching shirts? I was like, why would I want a matching shirt? But that's a good idea. Let me go look at it. I looked yeah. at it and I was like, yeah, I only got like four people. It was like $112 for a dry fit boat. It was going to have something here. It's going to have something uh-huh. here. I was like, yo. And it was like, because they got to, like, they do bulk orders all the time. Like, that's majority what they do. But they got to take the time to do this one little-ass order. So right. that's why I feel as though if you want to do apparel and then you're ready and you're ready and set to enter the market, I just say do a bulk order off the back. I understand that you're only looking to make a certain amount of money just to test to see if the brand, to see if the brand works. Do a small little trial period about, like, I say one month. After yeah. the one month is over, you reevaluate. Should I buy another 500 units or should I just keep it? How did you gradually increase your amount of inventory? Uh, honestly, just the more attention I was getting, like the more people was promoting for me and stuff like that, I kind of just did it like that. So like whenever I used to run out of stuff, I'm like, okay, well, I need to get more this time because those actually did numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like the beanies and stuff like that, little headgear. That was like, that was the most recent, you know, 
people is I guess because of the weather I do stuff like whenever it's cold drop you know different stuff like that so when you started to see those increasing sales did you start offering the beanies more on the website or on your Instagram or how did you yeah. how did you how why did it just start did it spark out of nowhere or did you did it do a, like promotions and stuff to keep it going honestly uh well what I do I'll do like certain polls on Instagram to see like okay would y'all rather like be these are like a lot of people like man beans beans I guess because that's what's really popping you know in that moment so I'm like okay I drop them and then they just you know that's because I guess it's like something cheap and it's like it's nice and people are like just something that they can just grab you know what I'm saying like yeah because right? I, I was about to say that's a really good idea especially um I, I guess the biggest thing people should take away for the fashion industry is try to engage your audience when you first design and create it yeah. so that way you can figure out what direction to move in because like i tell everybody not all everybody advice or opinions is good opinions and you don't have to implement you don't have to implement everything somebody say but that can have an influence on the decision you make because you don't I, that's what i hate about a lot of people they feel as though when you give constructive criticism the, they want you to apply every single thing they're saying no right. You look supposed to identify the different things that's supposed to help your brand grow, and then you can use certain points what that person say. You don't have to be a, a blank carbon copy of that individual. Yeah, definitely. Like stand on your own ten. Like criticism is criticism at the end of the day. You know that's all it is. It's people' opinion. You know what I'm saying? So. And then for one of my final questions, I was going to say, do you believe you run the business the same way you did when you first started? Or oh, what are some, what is like three significant changes you think you, you, you made at this current point to get you to oh, now? Well, from not, well, my promotion, like my strategy of promoting, like at first it was just basic, but like when I put my creativity, I really tapped in. You got to promote in like different areas, like podcasts, you know, have different people, you know, for you or like doing videos, just stuff like that to, to kind of like, create like that buzz around you know what i'm saying and uh um, create uh the second one creativity i feel like i'm way more creative now than when i first started and uh the consistency like you know it should be like kind of like a job to you you know whatever you're trying to do it should be like okay i gotta do this i gotta you know it, like it's, you gotta fit that in your schedule type stuff. and then uh, and last thing i forgot since you brought up the website last thing for our pricing so when you said that you did you create the website and design it yourself or did you pay for somebody yeah. to do it? Uh my uh my auntie, she has a big like clothing brand. She kind of helped me because I didn't know like how to start a website at first. That's what a lot of people are like, how you, you know, how you put your website I'm like, man, I just I learned and I just, you know, put it together myself. So yeah, definitely. Just you know, just try to learn and then go from there. Make it how yeah. you want. Because that's two things I always like to point out. I like people to use. I, I always call it YouTube University because when you go on YouTube, you want to find all the answers, the majority of the things that you're looking for. Shit, that's how we learned how to edit videos and do mic editing and stuff like that in the first place. We just watch YouTube. Definitely. But the other thing, you use Fiverr? 
Five, yeah, I do. Five or yeah, two. yeah. I found that out too because um sometimes say if we have like a if we we record like four or five episodes in one week and we don't want to edit them all. What Fiverr is is a really good a platform that allows you just to type in the top the person or the industry that you're looking to serve uh, to do a service for you, and there's gonna pop down a whole bunch of a list of all these different type of people. And you can go through that portfolio and actually choose. Like I like I found somebody that can do video editing for like eight dollars an hour. He wasn't yeah. good, but I was, I was, but I still got the option to do it for eight dollars an hour, though. Exactly. So, wait, what did you use Fiverr for? Fiverr, um, I didn't really use it, but like I heard about it, you know, type like I heard about it around, but yeah, I use for the website, I just uh, I use Big Cartel, like that was one of the big companies that was out, you know, that people was telling me, oh, that's really good. and that's what I tell other people, but I'm gonna do Shopify. Definitely. I feel like that's going to be the next, yeah. Shopify is going to be a good one, too. And also, if you, I, I suggest if y'all want to do Shopify to start getting into it now because they're still offering that free, you know, the set it up free and the test wow. it out right now, the trial. And then once it's going set to set it for a year, that's when they offer a discount code for you to do your first year. Right, exactly, yep. Yeah. I like Shopify too because at one point I was going, I was thinking about doing like wholesaling, but not necessarily like drop shipping. Because yeah. drop shipping is a, basically people look at all the different trends and find different products they can offer to individuals. And then that's when they use like Alibaba, AliExpress, or different platforms to directly sell it instead of you holding all the inventory. Right. So when I started with that, with doing that with Shopify, I got to say for website designs and putting it together, Shopify was one of the easiest ones that allowed for me to, I can just see how everything was going to go. I can redesign it. And then I can look at what other people was doing. I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. Every right. time I didn't want to do something, it gave me the opportunity to change or like manipulate the website. However, and then you didn't even know how to code. You didn't even need to learn how to code either. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely the next step. Yeah. But I was about to say, before we end, is there any other tips or tricks you want to leave for anybody who's about to enter the industry or currently in the industry? In the industry, uh, just keep being consistent. Uh, keep that creative flow going for yourself. Like, just try stuff. Don't be afraid to try anything, man. Because, you know, it's either they're going to feel it or they're not. But, that you know, that's just going to show you, like, what area you need to tap in, you know? Right. So That's why I like to... For every for the majority of the stuff that we did in life, you ain't know you was going to be able to do it until you did it. Right. So, uh, right. I don't think a lot of people realize that, like, even when you went to high school and college, you probably was scared of shit your first day of high school, first day of college, but you ain't know you was going to make it till you made it. Right. Exactly. Sometimes you got to speak it, like, speak it and it, it'll happen. Yeah, I man, manifesting. That's my. I think that's the. I you know I, that's. I think that's my new wave now. Manifesting things in life, cause like I'm. I'm one of those firm believers that God places individuals and do certain things in your life for a reason. Like the ex that just hit you back up out of three years, she ain't hit you back up out of nowhere. Right. To, yeah. me, to, I, to me, I feel as though God is placing an individual back into your life for a, pur- a purpose. Now you don't have to go out there and intentionally try to find the reason. It's just going to eventually come to you, though. Definitely. Yeah. But I just like to say, thank. I, it's been a long time for us to plan this episode. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm actually going to do like a, a business talk series panel where all of the, uh, we will do, it will be live and everything and people will tune in and just ask different questions about the different industries, but especially the apparel one, since it's so many different questions on how to get started and stuff like that. <laughs> 
But I just want to stay, thank Hot Boy Jig one more time for being a guest on Worcester 410, especially our Let's Talk Business series. Don't forget, we'll be going live this upcoming Saturday from yeah. 7 to 8. It's going to be a, that's when we got a lot more stuff. And then you will be having the liquor back out this episode again. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. But before we leave, did you want to leave anything for the people? Uh, yeah, um, I got a podcast coming out this summer, y'all, on uh, business. Like, if y'all got any business questions, man, just stay tuned for that. That's that it's gonna be, it's gonna be big. Oh, that's tough. See, look, I, I, I didn't look. See, y'all got, y'all, I say, if y'all about to start a business, I say tune in. I feel as though all business podcasts is gonna help you in some sort of facet <laughs> on getting to that next step, and you won't even realize it. Exactly, yeah. Make sure y'all stay tuned. Yep. And other than that, that's the 410. I, like I said, I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Uh-huh. And I can put you in.